Hi, brothers and sisters. Uh, I am going to just share with you this uh, message on our series on the moments with God, uh, based on the prayer course that the whole church is uh, embarked on for the past couple of weeks, and we'll be having that for the next uh, uh, two uh, months. Today I'm going to share with you something that I believe will bless you so much that it will turn your prayer life around. It will make you a lover of intercession because the whole topic today is about intercession and how we can be effective intercessors. And our main test is found in the book of Luke chapter 22, verse 31 to 34, where we see the Lord Jesus uh, make it very clear how he stood in the gap on behalf of Peter when the enemy wanted to take him and so on and so forth. So uh, first and foremost, one thing that we really need to understand is that uh, intercession is defined as uh, praying for other people, standing on behalf of others uh, and pleading before the throne of God, crying out to God on behalf of other people. It is about selflessness, uh, it is about taking care of uh, uh, other people' needs and so on and so forth. But it is mostly one thing that I believe it is very essential for us to understand. It is about uh, taking care of the needs of God. Because whenever you stand in the gap on behalf of someone, you are standing on behalf of a child of God. You are standing on behalf of uh, the people of God. And when you do so, the Lord is so delighted. The Lord is so blessed by your selflessness that in turn, he promises that he will also take care of you. So this should be a good reason enough for you and I to engage into this ministry of intercession, which Jesus himself uh, uh, did so many times as we will see later. But before we go any further, I want to ask the question where a lot of people ask the question, why intercede in the first place? And the thing that will encourage you in uh, intercession is that uh, uh, because Jesus did it. Luke chapter 22, 31 to 34, as I mentioned, but also when you read in the book of John, what we call the prayer for the disciples, not only in his time, but also in our time today, Jesus prayed for all the church. He interceded. It was a selfless prayer. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, the apostle Paul makes it very clear that we should imitate him as he himself imitated Christ. Later on, I'll be talking about how this man Paul was so significant and made a history because he was a man of prayer, a man of intercession. So why intercede? We intercede because Jesus did it and he is our example. Secondly, we intercede because... It's about bringing the uh, the will of God to pass. Uh, and you remember in the book of Luke and in the Gospels, it said about uh, Simeon and Hannah, how they stood in the temple, prayed and interceded until the coming of our Lord Jesus. And this was uh, because the prophecy had announced that he was to come. And they, take, they took their time to consecrate in crying out to God for the prophecy 
to come to pass. So you intercede because you want to bring the will of God into manifestation. The third reason why you intercede is because it gives you access to the deep things of God. In the book of Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3, it says, Call upon me, ask of me of uh, 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 things that you do not know so that I may show them unto you. So it is a way of discovering the deep things of God, the mind of God. It is also fourthly, uh, the reason why you pray and or you intercede, it is a platform, the supernatural power of God to be released unto you, to be uh, downloaded uh, on your behalf. And it is to give you oversight over the things of God. You are given uh, this example in the book of Exodus chapter 11 verse 17 where the Bible says that uh, when the people of God were in the valley fighting the Amalekites, uh, the result of the, uh, the the battle in the in the ground in the valley was determined by the prayer that uh, Moses was offering on the mountain so when you intercede god puts you in command uh, supernaturally or spiritually to have dominion and to dictate what happens in the natural and that is the same thing that happened in gethsemane when jesus uh, stood and prayed for the church the bible says as he uh, uh, fought in the spirit he won the victory and the church was a great beneficiary of that the fifth reason why you you need to intercede is because it gives you advantage it gives you insight and revelation and power in the book of Luke chapter 4 verse 1 to 14 you hear how Jesus himself filled with the Holy Spirit he was led into the wilderness to be tempted but in that temptation oh, he did not just care about himself he interceded for the world he stood in the gap for the uh, world and as a consequence the Bible says he would receive great power and he had advantage and the Bible also makes a mention of the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17 and 18 that uh, you are given through intercession the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God so that you can have great insight when you are an intercessor. Why? Because you are in the very presence of God. You are engaged into the deep things of God. So another question will be our point that we want to cover here. Who is to intercede? The Bible makes it very clear in the book of Revelations chapter 5 verse 10 that God has called every one of us born again uh, uh, Christians. He has made us kings and priests and we are to rule here on earth. So a priest has a main responsibility to stand on behalf of other people. The priest has the responsibility of pleading or fighting on behalf of the people that he is given oversight over. So uh, uh, the, 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 the role of the intercessor, who is to intercede? Every child of God. If you are born again, if you are the spirit of God in you if you are you see unfortunately a lot of people believe oh this is a, a ministry that is given so, to some very special people who are so anointed who are so spiritual but I am afraid that is not the case biblically speaking an intercessor is a man or a woman who is born of God who cares about the things that matter in God's eye so if you are in that place let me tell you take up this button and take this responsibility 
committee of standing in the gap on behalf of your family, on behalf of friends, on behalf of the church, on behalf of the nation, and so on and so forth. So the the the, the fourth thing that I really quickly want to cover in this uh, study is uh, how do we intercede? I mean, a lot of people bring that uh, uh, to the table because uh, they question or they, they, they are not too confident about the power of their prayer. They are not confident enough about the effectiveness of their prayer. But let me tell you, in order for you to be effective, I want to give you three keys. If you want your prayer to work and to be effective, you need to use scripture because the Bible says that in the book of Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 12, God says, I watch over my word to perform it. So when you use the scripture, God watching over his scripture to perform it. When you use it in that very situation in which you are uh, uh, believing God for, let me tell you, it literally brings God to be be bound by his word and he will do it. And the other thing, and uh, that uh, it is very important uh, uh, how to uh, intercede effectively, you intercede effectively by focusing on the Lord himself. When you love him, when you praise him, when you worship him, as you do it, he will reveal his mind, he will reveal his heart, he will reveal the deep things that he has for you. So when you worship the Lord, when you lift him up, when you exalt him, when you fellowship, you enter into deep fellowship, deep intimacy, let me tell you, God in turn will reveal his secrets, he will reveal the things to come. So that is how your intercession will be effective, you will be hitting the target instead of beating the air. The third element in helping you uh, uh, to be a good intercessor and be effective is that uh, you do this uh, not on your own. You do it with the assistance of the Holy Spirit. In Romans chapter 8 verse 26 and 27 the Bible says the Apostle Paul wrote that letter and he wrote to the Romans and told them, look, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought to, but the Spirit himself will help us in our infirmities so the holy spirit will be your helper he will be your as he will assist you he will help you he will direct you and he will make your prayer very effective so that covers how to intercede now we want to touch this element about uh, how to be effective you are effective in prayer or an intercession by doing what they are four major things that if you do, your intercession will be so powerful, will be so effective that you will feel, yes, I am truly called, anointed by God to do this. You are effective in developing a deep intimacy. If you want your prayer to be powerful, you want your prayer to be so strong, get deep with God. Don't just uh, take the box of mentioning prayer points or taking uh, the, the prayer points that are on your list. These things are good, but they are not powerful enough when they are not uh, based on a deep relationship. And this is uh, found in the fact that 
that uh, look the deeper you know someone the deeper your connection with someone the better that person will or the more the person will open up to you the same goes with God. The deeper you have a relationship, spirit to spirit, uh, when you go into the word, when you go into a silence moment, a time of prayer, a time of intercession, a time of uh, deep fellowship, let me tell you, uh, the, the, the divinity of God uh, will come on your humanity and you'll be able to discover things that are not known, things that are not perceived in the natural. So that is the first thing. The second thing in making your intercession effective is by being obedient to the instructions of God. That is uh, the word of God. Find in the word everything that speaks to you concerning specific issues when you obey God, when you follow his instructions, his promptings. Uh, let me tell you, God will trust you enough uh, to give you authority and power. So the, the, the intercessor is put to the test by the, his ability or her ability to be obedient. The more you are obedient to the voice of God, the more God will entrust you with great power, with great anointing, so that when you cry out to him, he will answer speedily and he will change circumstances. The third element in making your prayer effective, it is by praying God's prayers. And what I call God's prayers are prayers that are not personal are prayers that are in the very heart of God. It is uh, by definition partnering with God. It is about uh, taking uh, the opportunity to legislate uh, on God's behalf. Uh, when you pray God's prayers, it is like uh, when the Lord taught us uh, in the uh, uh, Lord's uh, prayer, what we call the Lord's prayer, we say, he said, let your kingdom come. That is the will of God. That is the, something that is in the heart of God. So when you pray God's prayer, uh, God's prayers, uh, when you pray for salvation of souls, when you stand in the gap for uh, the things that are on God's heart, found in the scriptures, let me tell you, your, uh, uh, your, your intercession will be so powerful, so uh, 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 anointed, and it will cause a greater uh, 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 havoc in the camp of the enemy, and it will bring powerful uh, re uh, release and uh, answers to your prayers. And the fourth element in making your prayer effective, it is by you embracing intercession as a lifestyle to allow heaven's secrets to come to you. It should not be once in a while. You want your prayer life, you want your intercession to be powerful, you don't have to do it randomly. You may need to set time. You need to dedicate your life to doing this. The same way that you plan your day in doing different things, go to work or do different things, you need to plan your life as an intercessor. As someone who is so concerned about the will of God manifesting itself, you need to make it one of your major activities in your day. So that will catapult you into the realm where you will be able to dictate and to create a lot of results in the natural. God doesn't have favorites, but he has intimates. The closer you are, the more revelations, the more secrets he will reveal unto you. On the altar of prayer and intercession, there is the opportunity. It is a place for the release of the power and the authority of God. It is the opportunity 
opportunity for you to have more of God, to be more like him. Because the more you spend time with someone, the more you look like that person, the more you know that person and so on and so forth. You are likened to him in the place of prayer. So I would like to encourage you today to embrace that ministry of intercession, to embrace it as a a life-giving ministry. It is not for just some special anointed people. It is for everyone. And today, as you listen to me, let that desire be uh, strong in you. Let that determination be uh, come over you. Spiritual things uh, are available and revealed in the place of prayer and intercession. In the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 1 to 2, the prophet was in the place of prayer uh, on the tower. That is where he received visions, where he received the insight of God. Again, in the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 18, it says what? Wisdom and revelation are given to people who are able to pray, who are able to receive a a, a spirit of prayer or when you stand in in the gap on behalf of other people who are looking forward to having an impact. So when you receive wisdom, it gives you spiritual knowledge to be able to have an advantage in the affairs of man. It gives you oversight. It gives you inside information through intercession, through prayer. You are able to tap into the mind of God, into the deep things of God. So I wonder who will not love that. The key element to effective prayer in the life of a believer is a state the state of your heart. This is a very, very important element because the heart, the Bible says in the book of uh, uh, Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23, it says, guards your heart more than anything for out of it as the issues of life. The book of First Chronicles chapter 28 verse 9 says also that God searches the heart. You see, men will look good in the outside, but God searches the heart. God knows what goes on in the heart. And depending on the state of your heart, it will be the platform in which either you will be an element, an instrument into God's hands, or you will be an instrument into the hands of the enemy. And the enemy knowing that... It is from the heart that God will determine the effectiveness of your prayer. That is where he will do everything to tamper with your heart. That's why the devil will use people to annoy you. If your heart is heavy, you can't go up into heaven, spiritually speaking. You need to have a light heart. To have, in order to have access to the throne room of God. If something doesn't change in your heart, it can change in you. In order to be effective in prayer, effective vessel into God's hands, every man, every woman who wants to be powerful has to search the heart, has to put the heart in the right place. Every spiritual transaction is made from the heart. Life is from the heart. Even scientifically, it is proven. So pay the price to have your heart light. The enemy knowing that will use every situation to make your heart heavy. And when your heart is heavy, when your heart is not free, let me tell you, it weighs you down. It doesn't make, uh, allow, uh, create uh, an environment for you to go up. And whatever goes down uh, cannot uh, have access to the heavens. In your work with God, 
I want to encourage you to labor to let go of uh, hurts and wounds that people have done to you. It is not about you, but it is about God. So he can dwell in you and use you. I hope this makes sense to you. It is an encouragement. Many of us, uh, we have reasons to hold people uh, 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 captive with uh, all the things they have done. But let me tell you, this will not uh, 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 help you. This will not allow the good manifestation of the will of God and the blessings of God over your life and through your life. When your heart is light enough, the wind will come from heaven like it came over Elijah and you will be caught up into the, the, the air. They, I mean, it is a picture to show that the wind is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. So when you allow your heart to be light, the Holy Spirit will come and will catapult you, will take you over the winds of the, 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 the Lord and will prepare project you into the heavenlies where your spiritual eyes will be opened to capture the mind of God, to know the deep things of God, to know the fabrications and the plots and the evil things that the enemy is doing so that you can stand and pray and pray effectively. Today, I want to encourage you to pray for grace, to be selfless, in your prayer life. Because most of the time, uh, we spend our uh, 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 secret time, a secret uh, uh, time in prayer, we spend it uh, on ourselves. Go from self, uh, self, uh, self-centered self uh, prayer life uh, to God-centered prayer life. Be heaven-minded. Be concerned with the things that concern God. And as you do so, you'll be surprised. I have come to understand this very seriously, brothers and sisters, that as I commit my time, 90% or sometimes to be very even accurate, 70% of my time will be spent in intercession. And 30% will be on me and my family. Because I have come to understand that the more I focus on myself, the more I spend time just minding what I see as wrong. Let me tell you, it keeps me bored. It keeps me, uh, I mean, uh, uh, it doesn't give life. But the unbeatable power of agreement is found when you are able to be selfless. You come into partnership with God. You come into a deeper relationship, a covenant that will make your prayer very effective. That is when you stand in the gap on behalf of other people. Matthew chapter 18 verse 19 says, If two of us agree as touching anything, whatsoever we ask shall be granted unto us. We can agree with the Holy Spirit, but we can also agree with a brother or a sister or a group of people. That is where corporate prayer is also very powerful. And you have corporate prayer in Matthew 18, 19, but you also have a corporate prayer. The church prayed when Peter was put into prison, threatened to be decapitated 
said and so on and so forth and the church stood daily to pray and as they came together the prayer of agreement the prayer of intercession called the angel of the lord to appear in uh, 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 peter's prison and set him free let me tell you you can come into a place of intercession with other people in agreement because the bible says one shall put a thousand to fly but two shall put ten thousand when you come in agreement the prayer that is unbeatable the prayer that is so powerful is the prayer of agreement he said if two of you agree as touching anything let me tell you anything is anything the reason why some of our prayers are not answered yet is because they are done just by ourselves sometimes come into agreement and when i say agreement i'm not saying praying together because a lot of people pray together but yet they do not pray in agreement so that makes a difference intercession is not only about petition but it's also about praising God and worshiping him. When you have time, you can read in the book of Psalm chapter 100 verse 4 and also Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. When you learn to lift Jesus, instead of asking and asking and asking, when in the situation that you want a breakthrough, you are praying for a nation, you are praying for an issue, you are praying for a church, you are praying for a family, you are praying for a business of somebody else and you, instead of just asking and bombarding God, you lift him up. You praise him. The same thing was done in the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 20. When these people went to war, they started singing praises unto God and God intervened supernaturally and caused confusion in the camp of the enemy. The power of intercessory prayer is not only in petitioning, it is also in praising and lifting God. Remember his, Jesus said, if I'm lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. Focusing on yourself will cause boring prayers, but focusing on God and his will and his purpose will cause you to be delighted in your prayer life. So I really want to encourage you to embrace this ministry of intercession if you hadn't done it before. And even if you are doing it, to do it with a greater, a better understanding. Because let me tell you, Jesus, who is our best example, ever spent most of his prayers interceding for other people you can go through scriptures the same with the apostle paul all of his letters paul was never spend time praying for himself he will be asking people to pray for him that is he will encourage people to intercede but he spent most of his time look at all the prayers that paul prayed it was about other people so I really want to encourage you, be impersonal in your prayers. Most of biblical characters, Abraham, David, Solomon, Habakkuk, and so on and so forth, Elijah, the, 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 the prophet, Elisha, and all of these people, they stood in the gap. And because they cared about the things that were on God's mind, on God's heart, God also took care of them. And I really want to make you so excited about intercession that I want you to know that if there is one ministry that after Jesus' resurrection is still involved in doing is the ministry of intercession. Because the Bible says he's seated at the right hand of, of the Father interceding for you and I. Wow! So who would not like to do what Jesus is doing? Who would not like to be like him? 
And the last thing really I want to mention with uh, to you, and that will be such a revelation, that because the Lord blessed me so powerfully when I was preparing for this. Actually, yesterday night as I was praying, uh, he made me to understand that uh, what we call the lost prayer, after lifting God, uh, when Jesus was teaching the disciples and teaching us how to pray, the first two things that uh, 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 he asked us to pray are intercessory prayers. He said, Our Father who are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The first thing he said, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. So this is not a personal, so to say. Let the kingdom of God come. This is not like uh, only for you. It is the kingdom of God. What is perfect up there in heaven, it should come here on earth. uh, And it will have so much effect. Uh, So before, give us this day our daily bread. uh, Before focusing about what you will eat, what you will buy, what you will wear, what you will do the job you all of these things are legitimate but if you want them to be effective start by praising God start by lifting him up start by asking his kingdom to come start by interceding taking upon yourself the things that matter to him and as you do so your daily bread will come as you do so the deliverance will come as you do so he will forgive you and so on and so forth isn't that powerful So from today, make it your habit. Let intercession be a core element because those who spend time in the presence of God, they come radiating, reflecting the glory of God. Remember that is the the, the experience of Moses. Even in the Old Testament, he went on the mountain to pray, to have an interaction with God. When he came down, the glory of the Lord was upon him. Because why? Why was that, uh, that so? Because he was able to stand in the gap. He was able to converse with God and no matter who you are, you cannot spend time in the presence of the creator of the universe and still be the same. It is not possible. So from today, I really encourage you, take upon yourself this responsibility. Do the things that Jesus is still involved in doing, that is intercession. And as you do so, the book of Ezekiel says, even in the day of judgment, when we are lifted up into heaven, do you know what? People who will be busy in our time, interceding for our towns, interceding for our nations, the Bible says we will receive a mark on our foreheads will be distinguished from other people. I would like to be distinguished. I would like to uh, be welcomed in a special way. That is why I have embraced, from the beginning of my Christian work, I have embraced intercession as a lifestyle. I spend time praying for people. I enjoy praying for people. I enjoy praying uh, uh, the uh, the prayers of God, uh, God prayers, heaven prayers, uh, calling upon the will of God to come, uh, calling upon the perfect will of God to come and take place uh, in uh, the circumstances in which we are. So as I finish today, I hope you have been encouraged. I would like to give you two prayer points because we can talk about prayer except we engage in doing it. It will not benefit. Uh, Let us pray today that God will transfer over you the spirit of prayer and intercession. It is a spirit. That is why it is such a difficult thing. The less attended uh, gathering of any church, most churches, is the prayer gathering. When you call for a prayer meeting, it is the less attended meeting 
unlike uh, oh let us come and have fun let us come for uh, a miracle and a breakthrough session or whatever meeting let us come for praise and worship all of these things are good but when you call for prayer a prayer meeting it will not be well attended why because people have lost uh, trust in prayer because people have prayed and they haven't seen it they haven't learned the art of prayer they have come to a place where they don't believe the power of prayer anymore they still are believers but they have prayed for some issues but you know it is not enough for you just to pray in the book of uh, 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 of james uh, in, uh, the apostle makes it very clear you do not have because you ask not but sometimes you can ask but you ask amiss not only to satisfy your flesh or with the wrong motive but you pray not according to the pattern and that will not work either so i pray that today the spirit of prayer will be released over you the spirit of intercession you will receive it and the grace of god will be granted unto you to learn that art the thing the ministry that jesus is still involved in you will embrace that same ministry and i can assure you your life will never ever be the same and secondly i really want to agree with you and pray that God will give you grace to love and care for souls. And as you pray on a daily basis for other people, for the will of God, for the kingdom of God to come, you'll be concerned about interceding for lost souls. You'll be concerned about interceding for the advancement of the kingdom of God. And as you do so, I can assure you, I have seen it over and over in the life of so many people that I know personally that have uh, made a difference in their life in their generations uh, let me tell you when you do that uh, your life will never ever be the same you will never be an ordinary person you may not uh, 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 be what uh, people want you to be but you'll be what god wants you to be so i pray in the name of jesus of nazareth that the grace uh, to, uh, to to fire up uh, to 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 fan into flame the spirit of prayer to be release over you. I pray that the anointing to make you a prayer uh, warrior, someone who will stand in the gap, in the secret place, uh, pleading before the throne of God for the will of God to be manifested, for the kingdom of God to come. I pray that over your life. And as you do so, according to God's promise, may the Lord meet you at the point of your need. May the Lord surprise you. May the Lord turn your circumstances around and give you testimonies that will blow your mind. Because the Bible says in the book of Ephesians, he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. So as you engage in to this ministry of intercession, my prayer is that your life will never ever be the same. In Jesus' precious name, I have prayed. Amen.